notice that I don't drink whiskey. I'm not a whiskey girl, I'm a gin girl. Yeah, I know. Or this vanilla almond spice chai protein smoothie from Trader Joe's, which highly recommend. It's delicious. No, it's not. I've no, had it before. I've had it. Thank it's, you. It's terrible. Thank you. Really? I like it. It's and horrible. I, God, it's bad. The well, fact that maybe... it hasn't been discontinued is a blight on Trader Joe's. I'm, I'm just saying, be... <sighs> I don't even like chai, and maybe that's why I like this, because I don't think it actually tastes that much like chai. No, it tastes like there's just dirt in there. Yes, she's 100% correct. <laughs> you do have to shake it up, like, every every maybe two drinks, because it all settles down at the bottom. Look, I love Trader Joe's, and I love that there are podcasts, cult-like podcasts, dedicated to Trader Joe's products. Mm -hmm. But I would love that's just, like, Trader Joe's products that maybe they could work a little harder on. There's some that, bad ones. The vanilla almond spice chai in a <laughs> bottle would be on the list. Top five. To it's fix. awful. Yes. It's awful. I guess it is, like, a little dirty, but... Yeah. Not dirty as in messy, like, dirt. I can take taste the, the sediment that you're discussing. Hey, it's no Trader but Joe's cheese cabinet. I like it. Cabinet. It makes me think about spices. And that's what it... It says spiced chai. So it's just spices. Okay, sue me. <laughs> all right, we're gonna, all right, all right. Uh, intro music. Ba -da -dum -bum. I'm gonna use that somewhere, obviously, but. Ba -da -dum -bum. What? Just do ba -da -dum. the intro. -da -dum. I feel like that, -bum. was that not our intro? No, that was great. Honestly. That was uh, good banter. Just do the intro to the show. Okay, but then what about the part just a second ago where I was like, intro music and singing? Cut that out. No, nah, we're gonna leave it. Okay, well now do the intro. <laughs> good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night, no matter when you're listening. Welcome to Poptimist, a pop culture breakdown show focused on liking things that maybe aren't good. Like the vanilla almond spice chai. Dagny is very <laughs> poptimistic about the Trader Joe's spice almond chai. Hey, I'm a host. My name is Billy. Who's that over there? My name's Dagny. Say that closer to the microphone. Could you be any further away? My name is Dagny. That's my sister. She also is my co-host, but she's closer? not as good at podcasting as I am. And that's Whoa, fine. I'll leave. <laughs> um, I will leave right out of here. No, I'm just kidding. I have things to talk about today, but you don't. I, I really, I mean, so I had a week and that's fine. I just, you know, I, I was a little busy. So I didn't get a chance to watch or like consume a lot of new pop culture. I will say last week, the week of the first week of February, sorry, I just have to figure out what I was doing. It felt like maybe the longest week of my life. Uh, did you also feel like last week was very, very long? No, because I went on vacation oh. and I think it should have lasted longer. Yeah, so, you no. went skiing because you're opulent and wealthy. Thank you. I am. As you, as you all know, skiing is just for the 1%. Which, of course, <laughs> I am. I'm yeah. so flush with cash. I said, yes, I'll rent these skis for two days. And they all fainted at this place. They never have anyone rent for more than four hours at a time. Wow. Which does cost $1,500. But Wait, no? you didn't, Did you really spend that much money? Yeah, on skis for uh, four hours. $1,500 to rent skis That's for That's a four joke. Hours. You're lying. That's... <laughs> Oh, my uh, I don't know why I believed you. Oh, uh, um, Okay, dang, well, dang. since you have nothing, I will talk about this fun little show that I watched all of this week. All right. And by fun, I mean it's not good. It's not good at all, but thoroughly entertaining from beginning to end, and that is The Woman in the House Across the Street from The Girl in the Window with Kristen Bell. Now it's bad on purpose. Uh, I think so. Oh, I, no. Oh, no. Well, I mean, I mean so? it's, it's doing a good job of making fun of the genre in which I read all of the books that are this genre, and that's why I loved it. Give me some titles. 
Uh, I mean, I don't want to say Gone Girl, but like that. No, you're correct. Okay, uh, like Girl on the Train, The Couple Next Door, the, you know, all of the Sherry, I can't remember her the last name. The Man in the Tree. Yeah. The Girl at the Park. No, 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 it's always the woman or the girl. It's okay, always the, woman, be... the woman on rollerblades at 5 yes. p.m. Anyway, so this show, it is very much a parody. Everything is like for the bit. I'm not going to reveal the end because the twist of who the killer is is so stupid, um, but also incredible. It's really, really fun. Um, I'm not going to say it's bad. I don't think it's bad. It's getting some bad reviews, but I think I'm leaning more towards it's intentionally bad. Yes. Um, I mean, I've read an interview with her. Kristen Bell? Thank you. Kristen <laughs> Bell. I was, like, I was like, oh my God. And I almost was like, you know, Kristen Bell, but that's not her name. It is. It is. I'm just an idiot. Yeah. Her um, character is very funny. She fits the, or she, she does the look in the whole bit. Okay. I gotta just, there, there's one specific scene that killed me. It was the first time that I like laughed out loud at this show. And it is, you figure out in the first episode, her daughter has died tragically. You don't know until the second episode how her daughter died. Um, we do know that Kristen Bell's character is terrified of the rain. And if she gets caught in the rain, she passes out. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's funny. And it that is because it was raining the day her daughter died. And the scene that really got me... Um, so she is on the phone with her therapist and she can't go to her therapist's office because if she gets caught in the rain, she's going to pass out and not be able to drive home. That's that's a plot point. Um, <laughs> so she's her therapist is like, it might help for you to talk through that day and tell me what happened. And she also drinks um, like full bottles of wine, like at least two or three a night and like pops these pills. So she's like always a little, maybe I killed this person. Um, that comes later on. Anyway, talking about how her daughter died and it starts, starts really sweet. It's her and her husband and the daughter all at home. And it's take your daughter to work day for the husband. Um, so, and he's like, oh, I don't know, maybe not. And he, she's like, no, she's so excited. You should take her. And so the husband takes the daughter to work that day. It's raining. Kristen Bell runs out to give the umbrella to the daughter and has the umbrella and she closes it and gives it to her and is drenched, whatever. Anyway, she, uh, goes back inside and then it cuts to them at his workplace, which is, um, he's a, a psychiatrist for serial killers. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> and take your daughter to work day was they went to this like criminal insane asylum and interviewed Massacre Mike, I think is what his name is. Great. She's in the room. He's not, <laughs> he's not cuffed. Um, and he's having like a, a therapy session with, I think Massacre Mike is something like that. He's like killed and eaten over 30 people. Great. And then what happens is the dad has to step outside uh, to talk to one of his coworkers and the door closes and they accidentally lock the daughter in the room. And then she is murdered and eaten by this man. On, <laughs> That's Take not your funny. daughter to work. Today. <laughs> but it's set up in the dumbest way. And it's just like, and she was so excited. Anyway, I told you, Roxy's going to start whining about food. Um, Don't talk about your roommate's dog like I'm not here. I know. Um, <laughs> but I highly recommend it. It was a good little time. Okay. Uh, it's eight episodes, 30 minutes each, maybe. Probably like 25 minutes. Uh, hi, yeah, it was a blast. Um, and then you you really don't have anything to talk about? I, yeah. I have one other. Well, so basically, I because I went skiing, because I am wealthy and opulent, as you have told me multiple times, mm -hmm. do not shake your drink on the microphone I again. did it over here. Okay. Uh, all I've really got is I'm replaying Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, which is an exceptional video game, and maybe the it's that and Horizon Zero Dawn are like open world. That, and Roxy, don't shake. 
that and Red Dead Redemption <laughs> Two and the uh, you know those are like the open world perfection. I can't wait for Breath of the Wild Two. But so you said you have no pop culture, and then you just listed five video games that you're well, playing. No, I'm playing one, and I was oh. referencing. You're not listening to me. No. So the other thing that happened is I was at work the other day, and I got an email from Nintendo that said, "Thank you for your purchase." Uh, and my fiance had bought the new Pokemon game, Pokemon Arceus. I don't know how you say the legendary Pokemon's name. But basically, I haven't started playing it yet. I just watched him play it, and I'm very excited. It's the first, like, proper open-world Pokemon game. That's um, cool. They have taken away the... Open world. The focus is no longer on, like, battling gym leaders and being the best fighter. That's all there. Pokemon battles are still there. But the, like main missions are about categorizing and researching Pokemon. So just like catching as much as you can. Oh, that's fun. That's and the more just... fun part in my opinion. And you know, in Pokemon games, when you run out of Pokemon, it's like, oh no, you blacked out and woke up at the Pokemon center. It's like, no, you have to start running because oh. if, uh, Pokemon get mad at you in the wild. They will try to attack you, the trainer, which is great. Can um, you die? Yeah. Oh. And I will give more updates when I eventually play Spicy. it. I've been putting it off because, uh, as we mentioned before, I am wealthy and opulent and went out of town. So I didn't want to start it until I got back. But I will say the other day, I was the fiance wanted to show me his team. He's still fairly early on. He's got his team of Pokemon. And he was like, and he said so nonchalantly, oh, and check this out. Look at this. I found a blue Ponyta. And I was like. Wow, that's rare, right? Extremely. He found a shiny Ponyta just wandering out in the world. And so now, sorry, everyone who doesn't know Pokemon shit, but now he's got a Ponyta with blue flames. That's cool. And I was like, how you, you I've wanted one of these my whole life and you just found it? Is it as rare in this game as. That I don't know about because I see a lot of people on Twitter keep finding shinies. And I'm like, does everyone have a. I mean, shinies in general you don't find a lot of them but mm. i think finding like one shiny might be easier than ever before but i'll find out but yeah fucking blue ponyta it's cool and i was jealous cool uh i will say one other yeah, thing go for it um just because i think you should watch it uh which it's it's just a tv show that's an experiment and improvisation um is this murder film <laughs> yeah, i want to watch it, it so it's... bad i haven't had a chance it premiered while i was out of town but i want to watch it oh, so bad it's ridiculous it's just will arnett and every episode, it's a different, not even comedian, just, well, most of them are comedians. Conan O'Brien's is the first one. It's a lot of fun. I know Kumail does it, because I saw- Kumail's is really good. They all break. So In Kumail, Kumail's is the only time that Will Arnett obviously breaks and has to, like, cover his face. All of the special guests. So the premise of the show, if you don't know, um, Will Arnett and the rest of the cast all get a script to, they know who the murderer is. It's a killer. Yeah. It's like a, tr a crime yeah. procedural. Yeah. It's- Exactly. Um, but the special guest does not have a script, goes in blind, and is just a trainee. And Will Arnett has like a back and forth with all of them. They just go around and Will Arnett puts them in situations where he's like, okay, you're going to go in and infiltrate this room. You'll have an earpiece. I'll talk to you. I'll talk you through it. I'll tell you everything to say. And then in Conan O'Brien's, he gets in, he starts this like scene where he's being fed lines. And then Will Arnett's like, oh, ah, I got to go take care of something. You, you keep going. You keep going. And then he just has to like, make it up as he goes uh it's great it's so i there's only six episodes i hope they do a bunch more um annie murphy from schitt's creek was really funny um i can't remember the football player's name that's in it, Mer Hirsch, it. Uh, is it which yes yeah yeah yeah. what is Marshawn? his first name there it is Marshawn. you got it Marshawn lynch he was very very funny actually he's funny, dude he's the second episode um yeah Marshawn lynch that's funny 
yeah. Uh, so Murderville's super fun, but that's all. I haven't finished all of them. I've watched, I think, four um, of the six. Okay. So that's that. Wow, what a nice little bow on our things. I did watch the first two episodes of the final season of The Expanse. I'll keep you updated as we go. Great. You're not allowed to bring it up until you finish the season, and then you can talk about it on the podcast, because you hey, bring it up all the time. It's the best sci-fi. All right, I'll shut up. Go ahead. I hear you. Hey, hey, hey. It's you know time what's great? to bring in our guest. Was, what were you going to say? I was, no, I was going to say it's great that we have the guest in room with us we do. this week. Because She's sitting right next she, to she me. just had to sit in between the two of us this whole time as we talk back and forth, trying to make each other laugh, or we're just like, be quiet. <laughs> Don't you laugh. Oh, wait, she didn't talk with the Trader Joe's stuff. But you told me I couldn't cut it out, so now you've ruined no, the I whole want, show. No, I want her to be the in the whole beginning. The whole aesthetic of the show is ruined. I didn't even question that either. How <laughs> dare you? <laughs> You're like... Oh, I already said your name. I don't know when I can break the illusion. <laughs> <laughs> I tried real hard, there, so there's not just heavy breathing oh. in the background that whole time. No, you were perfect. You are perfect. And everybody listening, welcome to the stage, our extra, extra, extra special guest, uh, who's returned after probably almost exactly a year we yeah. recorded your last episode. Longer than that. Uh, longer than that, because we were at my old apartment. Anyway, her name is Carlin Lindstrom. Welcome. I've been here the whole time. She has been. Just hiding in the corner. You had, uh, we don't have the mute button for being in person, so thank you for being quiet. Oh no, I tried, I stayed as still as possible. You really <laughs> did, you really. I real was had a real tight shoulders, mm -hmm. but very stiff smile. Good, uh, we love it. <laughs> I do feel I was like, I am talking directly over her. I am just fully ignoring that she's even in the room. And you know what, that's what makes a good podcast. Just ignoring our guests. <laughs> yeah. Um, Carlin, how are you? Thank you for coming back to my apartment again today. Yeah, I <laughs> was already here a few hours ago. Nice. Um, I, uh, is anyone good? I don't know. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> Interesting times we're living in, to say the least. Um, what? Is it? Has it been? Has no it been? one's mentioned it to yeah. me. That I think it's interesting. I would say they're somewhat precedented at this time. Yeah. Not as unprecedented. And I don't, I don't want to get too into it, but... If you walk into a restaurant in the city of Los Angeles and say, oh, no, I forgot it. Do you have a mask? It should be legal to punch you in the dick. Like, it should just... It's been two years. You forgot your mask at home? You're a fucking moron. All right. People tried to pull the... It was... This was in October. Oh, my God. No, a year last... Not this October, but the October before. Yeah. When I was still at Barnes & Noble, and they tried to pull the, I didn't know I'd need one. <laughs> oh, what are you doing what are you doing oh. there were no vaccines at that point like, <laughs> just yeah. thought, I just thought I could just oh, never mind it's not whatever whatever I don't want to rant about it too much because I will our guest today Carlin Lindstrom was back on episode 5 uh, Bottom you, Half No Holes it was honestly one of the best one of my favorite titles, titles. <laughs> very funny um uh, also one of my favorite episodes that was a lot of fun also yeah. i think the first time we recorded all oh no my boyfriend was the first time we recorded all in person right but he doesn't count he's not a real person yeah 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 he's made up yeah he doesn't exist twist to all the fans i don't actually have a boyfriend <laughs> no i do his name's john he's great um billy bleep his name like he you believe your no i say his name a lot yeah we don't have that agreement that's fine he can be known by the public i suppose um carlin we can jump right into it. You have a journal. Oh, yeah. Let, I, me, give, me, let me give you the little spiel oh, about yeah, the show. Oh, yeah. What do we do on Poptimist? Welcome to Poptimist. <laughs> this is episode 52. I hope you've listened before and you listen again. 
Uh, but on Pop Zones, what we like to do is we have a guest come in to talk to us about something in pop culture that they love that is either obscure or actively disliked by the public at large. And uh, I think that's the transition we needed. Carlin. Oh, gosh. I See, here's the thing. I... Thank you, everyone, for listening. I did not listen to my own episode. Because <laughs> um, it's me just like, what a sophisticated lady I am. And yep. then I hear my own voice. And I just hear, oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. <laughs> oh, I'm just a lady in the city. No lakes here. And... If I don't listen to myself, then I can pretend I don't have a Minnesotan accent. It's it's not as strong as that. Honestly, until you emphasize it, I don't notice it. It gets worse when I'm nervous. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's funny. That's or fair. if I bump into someone. Mm. And I mean, literally, like, whoop. Whoop, sorry. <laughs> that's there we the go. sound. Oh. Whoop, didn't see you there. Classic. Well, uh, so I didn't listen. So I forgot. So last time I brought in five ideas on yes. note cards. Yes. I've lost the note cards. <laughs> so <laughs> you every, have moved since then. So. so every idea I wrote down, I was like, did I did I mention I think, this before? I think we'll remember. Yeah, we did the mermaid movie. But the, the but discarded ideas. Ink I Masters forgot. was one. We didn't do it. We Ink didn't Masters. do that, but didn't. we talked about it. Uh, I don't remember the others off the top of my it head. It was, I, I remember the ones we did, which one was the MTV show that only did one season. Yeah, that was great. I think I also brought Breakout Kings. Wow. I don't remember. Um, and I know I brought, but I'm a cheerleader. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, we yeah, did yeah, briefly yeah. talk about that because I had just seen it for the first time around the time we were recording. And then I was like, did I bring the Glee project? I can't remember. No, I would have remembered yeah. that. No. Okay, okay. so that's... <laughs> okay. Well, maybe we should just start with what I have been watching. Maybe? Yeah. yeah. All right. Let's see. I I brought a notebook, but that was about as much planning as I did. Um, it's more than a lot of our guests, so I appreciate it. Uh, so I am single and living alone, and I just got a cat. <laughs> So I was like, you know what I should also do is get a free trial to Discovery Plus so I can watch um, all the true crime shows yes. that I want to uh, and get very afraid. Nice. Um, so I, I just... do. So I do the same thing where like true crime like is what I like fold clothes to podcasts for dishes, YouTube shows for clothes. Mm -hmm. And and I will I, I'm aware when I get to that point when I'm just like. Oh, I am actively paranoid about dying all of the time. Mm. I need a true crime break. I mean, like, I'm like, why am I so sad all the time? Yeah, I'm yeah like, that too. You've just been like, it's, see, I don't even have like a break. It's like I listen to true crime podcasts <laughs> and then go watch true crime shows. Yes. yes. And then I'm like, I don't know why I'm sad. Like, <laughs> It's, I don't know why I'm afraid. It's a slippery slope, but boy, do I love them. Do you watch Bailey Sarian? The yes. Makeup? I, I don't watch her. her regularly, but every once in a while she'll have something. I yeah. watch I watched the guy from that chapter. He's from Northern Ireland, which is uh, a recommendation Hunter Kennedy made on his episode. Oh, I remember this. And after that episode, I started watching it. Now it's been over a year, and I have seen... I, Every every three or four days, he posts a new one. They're like thirty minute videos about some true crime. Oh wow! And I'm like, let's go, Telly. Let's. It's horrible. Um, 
Anyway, it's, Discovery Plus. I'm interrupting you because I want to go back to Carlin's That's thing. fine. I was going to rant about the most recent murder I watched, which is the guy who faked having a job at SpaceX. And then when his parents were like, did you drop out of college and lie about a job at SpaceX? He said, ha ha, joke's on you. You're murdered and <laughs> dismembered and hidden in the forest, parents. Oh my God. Okay. Yeah, There's fun. a surprising amount of those. Yes. Yeah. It's like, you know what would be easier than just going and getting a job? <laughs> Pretending I have one every single day yes. <laughs> and then making up details about my fake job and getting mm. a second cell phone so if you call me at the job I am both the secretary and at my work phone he pretended to be a, a administrator at the school he had dropped out of in order to convince his dad he was still going to college uh, but then his dad called for real and the last text message was from his dad that was like we need to talk I know about whatever and then his parents disappeared. Crazy. They, yeah. They found him, though, without arms and legs. Um, okay. Um, is that, love, is that the tone for this show? We love the optimistic <laughs> take on these. Um, we are telling these stories with a smile. <laughs> All good laughs. Well, uh, you know this, sorry. No, go ahead. You know the Jennifer Pan story, right? Is that the is that the girl who faked dropping out of college and um, shh? She had her friends break into her house yes. and shoot her dad and her mom. And but her mom. Failed to kill the dad. And so then she had a whole new problem. Oh, God. The interview is wild. Yeah, I've I've seen, just, I have seen her, her interrogation video and it's insane. I just think about it all the time. She would just go to the... She, like, pretended to graduate college. She didn't graduate high school. She pretended to go to college. And then, of course... After you graduate college, you got to go to pharmacy school. So she <laughs> would go to the library every day and take notes so that she would have notes and things to talk about as if she was going to pharmacy school and then would come home every day and talk about it. Yep. That's doing just as much work. As it's yes. just as much there. work as actually going to college. It might be more. I would actually argue it sounds worse. That's, <laughs> that's a self-study. That's so much self-discipline. Yeah. Instead of ju just, just just go. Just yeah. go. Weird. Yeah. And then she convinced friends of hers to murder her parents in a break-in and break entry robbery gone wrong. But somehow they like, I don't know what the right word to say this is. They didn't shoot her dad right. They bad bullet aim, bad aiming. And so he, how he, about, he survived. He survived. <laughs> That's and why you don't hire friends, you guys. Correct. Professionals you do it yourself. only. I, Dagny, I think Dagny <laughs> was like, I'll just fucking kill him myself. Oh my God. And he's like, I don't have the money. I don't yeah. have the time. I don't know how to access the dark web. I don't know about I, you. I don't. I don't either. I also, I mean, I can barely, uh, someone showed me once how to do an incognito tab and I, I don't remember how to do that on Chrome. Um, uh, anyway. Breaking news on Poptimus, Dagny does not look at porn. All right. <laughs> um, all right. Well, oh, oh, so on Discovery Plus, I've watched all five seasons of Obsession Dark Desires. I know exactly what you're talking about. Really? Yeah. Yes. What is it? It's a true crime show where basically it's like a relationship where someone got obsessive. It's in the title. Oh. But my favorite episodes are the ones where they were not in a relationship. Yes. So most of them are like, I dated a guy and he kept asking me out and I finally said yes. And then we broke up and then he wouldn't stop following me. Oh. But my favorite are like when they're like, we passed one day at a coffee shop and after that they decided we were in love. 
or oh. someone who was their neighbor kept like, <clears throat> I don't know. Yikes. I want to watch that. I don't know. Anyway, so all I learned from that is don't meet anyone at any time <laughs> and don't move apartments because your neighbor will stalk and kill you. Yep. Don't go on a date with anyone. Your neighbor will stalk and kill you. Yes. Your neighbor and that person together as a team. <laughs> and then I watched Web of Lies. So that is just if you meet anyone online, they will stalk and kill you. Is this both on Discovery Plus? Oh, both on Discovery Plus. I want to watch it. Yeah, one is like the stalkery show, and then Web of Lies is like, there are all of this like fake things on the internet, and then mm. stuff happened. Oh. What a great descriptive <laughs> description. <laughs> but I was watching it. I accidentally started with season seven, like a chump. Oh. Um, but I was just watching... And then they mentioned a town in Minnesota that I know that I played them in tennis. And that apparently... Is there a serial killer there? No. Or it's just where something happened? Well, this guy was pretending to be uh, a woman in a modeling agency and getting a bunch of nude photos for underage boys. Oh. And they were like, this happened for five years the from Sherry like... Pie. I was going to say, is this RuPaul's Drag Race season 12? Sherry uh, Pie. <laughs> right? Sorry. Um, Yikes. 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 And I was just like, whoa, this is probably happening when I was in high school a few towns away. That's crazy. I watched a that chapter last night about a murder in Plano from like 2009. Mm. And I was like... Plano, Texas, for listeners that don't know what Plano is. It was near our hometown. Do people not know what, do you not know what Plano is? Good. You can't, Good. You can't no just say small towns in Texas. Plano is not small a small town. town. They had that stupid high school with like 8,000 students in it. It was a very, Plano High was very uh, large. Yes. And they had like Plano East and Plano <clears throat> West. And I was like, oh, we're yeah. all in this together. Which is what I think about whenever there's an East-West high school. Or that Disney Channel bowling movie. What? Alley Cats. I don't remember that. Remember where she like spins the ball on her finger at the end and then pushes it to break the seven ten split? You know that movie, uh, Disney Channel original movie. I don't remember the that bowling one. Disney Channel. Billy, I'm not I insane. believe you. I believe it exists. I don't think I. Watched. I or maybe it just didn't stick out like some of the other Disney Channel originals. And the only reason I reference it is because in that movie there's like an East High and a West High, and I always thought that was funny. And then when it was something in real life, I was like, how lazy. <laughs> Alley cats strike. While you're looking that up, Carlin. Yeah, Alley Cat Strike. How do you know this? You know this stupid movie. Listeners, if you know, props to you. Uh, no, I don't recall. You're, God, you're all children. This is the problem. Is I'm elderly at this point. You're not. You're I two years older than I this. remember real Disney Channel movies, and you don't remember nothing. Okay, so the climax of this movie. Sidebar, real quick, because the movie oh is insane, God. and I can't believe you don't remember this is they have to win, basically, the cool guy on the poster, you know, he needs an extra activity. So he signs up for bowling because he thinks it'll be easy. Turns out everyone else on the bowling team is super competitive and good at bowling. Mm. He's like, ugh. So he joins the bowling team and they're going to beat the other school because these are high schools that have bowling teams and they're good and they have uniforms. And in the <laughs> big climax, the kind of mousy girl who's on the bowling team uh, bowls a 7-10 split. And she's like, it's okay, I can do this. And they're like, all right. And then so she gets to the end of the lane 
and she puts her finger in the bowling ball, mm -hmm. and then she spins it around her finger, so it starts spinning I really don't fast. I think that would work. It, it absolutely will not. In the Disney <laughs> Channel original movie, it does. And she spins it, spins it, spins it, spins it, spins it, and then she pushes it down the alley. And it rolls, and it rolls, and it rolls, and it hits, I don't know, the ten or the seven, one of the seven ten splits. And because of the spinning of the bowling ball, it makes that pin start to spin, and it spins all the way over, and then hits the other one on the split. She gets a spare. They win. It's insane. How do you not remember this? I don't remember that, but it sounds honestly riveting. I'll at the end. I'll show you the clip at the end of this. Was episode. this before CGI? How did they do that? Yeah. Movies are magical. You I guys. think they just cut back magical. and forth and between multiple takes, but who knows? That's pretty cool. It sounds. I mean, I'm. I'm assuming visually it's not as cool as I'm picturing because you know it was Disney Channel original. Oh, I found. I just found a GIF. She fully licks 90s? her finger before. She's like, uh, she's like ready to spin that ball. Oh, okay. Well, we'll check it out afterward. People you also... You have to remember this. Go, you gotta check it out. I do not, Billy. I'm so sorry. You're... Because of all the drugs you did when you were a child. All right. <laughs> Obviously. Okay. Carlin. <laughs> we're gonna keep going through these topics. We're having a great time. Honestly, we're kind of just chatting about each one. We can I, hit all of them. Oh, God. Okay. Oh, oh, oh. So, of course, you know, in between Obsession, Dark Desires, mm -hmm. and me starting Web of Lies. Oh, wait. I watched season seven, and then I watched season one, which came out in, like, mid-2000s. Oh. So they're talking about MySpace. And they're like, nice. I met him through MySpace. Mm. And, you, you know, I was... I watched too much Law & Order SVU mm -hmm. as a young child. <laughs> so any stranger who tried to talk to me on the internet, I was like, oh, no, no, no. No, 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 no. This is the end. Not here. I will not be a victim today. <laughs> so thank you, Law & Order SVU. Um, but in between that, I watched uh, Undercover Underage. <laughs> oh, no. It's a 38-year-old woman who pretends to be a teen online so that they oh. can catch online predators. Oh, okay. That's not yeah. as dark as I thought it was going to be. Is this like that show that my fiance just started watching about that 22-year-old woman who looks like she's eight because of some genetic condition and now she's got a reality show? You know what I'm talking about, people at home. You're coming no. up with very obscure things yeah. today, uh, which is... I'm, I respect it, but also I don't have any idea what you're discussing. This show is called I Am Shauna Ray. And the description <laughs> is Shauna tries to live like a normal 22-year-old, but at 3 feet 10 inches, she's stuck <laughs> in the body of an 8-year-old. From dating to drinking, she faces surprising obstacles on her quest for independence. That's everything I know about the show. Are these the same show? Oh, I'm like, that is an episode of Law & Order SVU. <laughs> <laughs> Where she's 18, but she looks she's like she's 12. 22. Interesting. She looks very young. Yes. Wow. And she's three foot ten. So that's so like like there's a great episode where she like walks up. She's like, hey, can I get a martini? That's <laughs> great. I love her. Um, oh, that's cool. So this show, she pretends to be underage to catch predators. Yes. How do they get the predators to sign the releases to put them on camera? They don't. That's that's the, the best. I love that because then you know it's real. I swear they blurred like the face of a cat at one point. Like, <laughs> there are like no details at all can get out. And I'm like, even the people like that they caught were even like they showed clips of them on the news, like a news oh. stories and about these people. They don't have people. to blur it. Because... No, they blurred that too. Oh, wild! It's just the one sad thing is, is like it kind of felt like at the end of every episode they were like. 
they turned over all this evidence to the police. No charges have been filed. Oh. And so you were like, this That's disappointing. bad. And then they were like, nothing happened to them. No. So they're like, so they're still out there. And like, wow. I'm afraid as a 26-year-old woman <laughs> with no children about what's on the internet. Terrifying. It's spooky. What, what was the documentary that you and I watched together about the online game? That that couple met. Wait, two point life two point life two point Billy, have you watched life? No, 2. were they out? Did they meet on Second Life? Yes. yes. Yeah, I mean, and a hot take, real quick. Uh, Zuckerberg, nothing groundbreaking exists about Meta. Second Life did it twenty years ago, and no one wanted it then, and no one wants it now. All Except right, for the back. couple that met, but also they probably don't want it either because it didn't work out. Oh. The couple on Life two point No, Second Life. It was it was wild. I didn't know much about was? it. Was it's that, still around? Oh, that's true. We did look it up. We did. Uh, there's far less players, but oh, but it definitely hit its peak at a certain moment and around the time that this documentary came out because it was like I guess early two thousands. It was yes. like early two thousands, yes. and the Maybe. Second Life economy had already tanked then. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because there was a woman on it. It was really sad. She ba- she like made her living in Second Life. Like she designed clothes. And was like making a shit ton of money. And then people started like with coding. I don't know. Started copying her designs. Oh. So she couldn't sell them with like and make real money anymore. Oh, that's shit. And so it like people were figuring out how to tank the economy of Second Life. And people were like actually make like had their job was Second Life. Building houses in the that's game. Online. You have to. Ugh. It's crazy. Well, so do you know anything? Not to sidebar again, but that's the episode at the moment. Do you know anything about Eve Online? No. It's an outer space simulator game. Basically, you have you build your spaceship, you you know, fly around space making colonies. I don't know how you play the game. I just <laughs> know that it has a functioning economy where you can put real money mm. into it and you can like make money playing Eve. But the other thing is because it's a video game, if you destroy another ship, there is like a 50% chance that if they're carrying any items or cargo, you can recover it. But it's all just in the algorithm to be random. Where like if you blow up a ship, sometimes it's like inventory, and sometimes it's like, oh, the inventory blew up with the ship. Oh. Um, and so there's a very famous instance, I don't even I can't cite it accurately, where like someone had something like twenty thousand dollars of real money and they got blown and someone blew up the ship trying to steal it. But the game is just like, well, fifty percent of the time it just blows up with the ship. So like twenty thousand real dollars just disappeared. In the game, just exploded. No, 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 no. That's I don't like that. I don't worse like than that gambling or yeah. the stock market. Which... It's horrible. It's uh, and it's how the game was programmed, and they should have known better than to put real money into it, but they did. Stupid. My God. Okay. Wow. I mean, some of the games like they have they have a real life conversion of I don't know. I'm thinking about World of Warcraft. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's my only example. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I did. I feel like I'm a like a light dabbler in. I also some played World nerdy of Warcraft. Thing. I had one summer. Mm-hmm, exactly. That's what I had. It was like in eighth grade. Uh, <laughs> yeah, eighth grade. Yeah. I was a Worgen ice mage. Nice. Um, though, anytime anyone talked to me online, I was like, they're a predator, run away. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I didn't chat with people really. 
but I could I could make clones of myself as a mage, so I was able to do two to three person quests by myself. Oh, that's cool. But uh, but anytime with a real person, I was like, no, they're gonna kill me. Yeah, um, I've had you. these fears for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's okay. <laughs> But well, guess who's scary. still alive, baby? Carla! <laughs> oh, yeah, not dead. <laughs> Watching you, what do you want? <laughs> I won't help you find anything in the CVS. Please go away. <laughs> oh, speaking of, I wore a red shirt to Target a few weeks ago, and people kept asking me for things. Um, That's on you. That's entirely your I own didn't fault. Think, I didn't think. And it happened like four times. Somebody was like, hey, do you know where I can find this? And I was like, hmm, I don't work here. I just like the color red. Someone asked me if I work there. I was in all black with headphones in <laughs> and kept going, hey, hey. I'm like, what? She's like, can you help me find this? And I was like, I, I don't work here. She's like, oh, you have it a badge. I had my Paramount Pictures badge hanging <laughs> from my pants. But I'm like, makes you special anywhere. If you have a name tag, that means you are an employee of the store. Apparently. Wow. <laughs> um, oh, a guy, can I, okay, this is, sorry, we're just gonna, this is just a PSA to the world. So I went to a restaurant yesterday and one of the men who worked there accidentally opened the door while I was like going to the bathroom. Um, I was actually standing up uh, with my pants not around my waist. Anyway, he opened the door and I, I was like, oh, ah, and he was like, oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. And he closed the door. And let me just tell you, if you ever accidentally walk in on somebody using the restroom, don't wait outside to apologize after they come out of the bathroom. <laughs> because I waited a good extra like two minutes in there because I was like, I'm going to make sure he got a chance to go into the other bathroom and then I will leave and walk directly back to my table and then we will leave the restaurant. Uh, and what happened is he stood outside the door to be like, hey, I'm so sorry about that. After he had just seen me half naked. Just, that's just, I, I forgot that happened yesterday. Don't ever wait to apologize. Just move on. Well, he's also standing outside the window right now. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about obsessions. Hey, real quick. Um, can you be standing up? I'm sorry. No, no, no. I was standing on my window. I know. I'm trying to make a stupid joke. <laughs> oh, oh, my wow. God. Carla, okay, what else you got Carla, for us? We're go. unhinged uh, at the moment. Yeah, this is fun. Mm, all right. Let's see. Well, I feel I'm just feeling a little exposed today. Um, <laughs> let's see. Uh, I just tried to write down things I was watching. I started X-Files, but then I'm like, this is good. But also I'm like, you don't like space or aliens. Mm. You want the real stuff. <laughs> so, not that aliens aren't real. I'm not trying to say that. But you know, the real murders. Shout out to the James Webb Space Telescope. We're going to find some fucking aliens. All right. I think statistically, it's very likely there is some form of life out there yeah we'll yeah. figure it out I'm also excited. though i find the bottom of the ocean much much scarier than anything in space i think i do too actually because Billy james cameron's agree? down there <laughs> yeah he's just lives down there no i just no, the I bottom a, of the ocean i, is I have a fear of sinking spooky. ships but maybe not the ocean <clears throat> itself just the visual of of ships sinking i don't mm. like i don't like it don't like it. You know that part in Life of Pi when the ship gets under the water and then he gets under the water and then he can see the whole cargo ship under the water and then the electricity flickers and then it just disappears because the electricity goes out? That's the scariest thing ever put on camera. <laughs> sure. I haven't, but you painted quite you the painted, picture. You've painted a lot of good pictures it's terrifying. in movies today. He's like, he's like, we're floating and he can see the whole cargo ship <clears> as it slowly <throat> sinks and then it goes... <clears throat> 
and electricity goes out. And his whole family is dead, so. Oh, there's people on that cargo ship. Yeah, he was oh, on that cargo ship. He's oh, the only survivor. and then is that when he and meets a tiger? tiger? Yeah, so they were like, yeah, so basically he ends up on a life raft yeah. with a tiger, a baboon, and another animal that I can't remember. Um, because they were on the cargo ship, and they he's just unlucky. Honestly, it's just like, the, like he's on this, the rescue boat, the like little life raft, and he's like, oh, and then there's a fucking tiger like trying not to drown that drags itself up on the boat and he's like well, i can't push this tiger off like physically i can't oh. and so then they're just you know stuck on a boat together where they... i never watched it i knew it was really good i, I want to see it it's great i love it i love that uh very cute um cute. so x-files not so much not your favorite i feel like i'm gonna get attacked but but no but it's more of a me thing yeah, yeah. that's fine and, like... and you know what if you're just there <clears throat> for scully Mulder, both of them. Bisexual icons each. Um, <laughs> that's fine. You can be there for just the the the, the actors and mostly just what's her name from Sex Education, Margaret uh, Thatcher. Oh, um, oh my God, Jillian. Jillian Anderson. Anderson. Oh boy, do I love her so much. Yeah, same as these. Her and Hannibal. So oh, yes, yes, so good in that movie show show. I would love more Hannibal. Um, all right, Carlin, more. Uh, more? Okay. Yeah. I was sick for like four days, terrified it was COVID. So I was watching British detective dramas. Love Ooh, those. There's seen so many. We've yeah. seen a lot of those. Oh, yeah. Got to do the classic Luther. Yep. Yeah. I did Luther and then immediately Marcella. I don't I know. I haven't seen Marcella. Oh, Marcella, she's in a lot of sweaters. <laughs> um you're very concerned about her it's Aww. it's kind of like just a teensy teensy bit there's that feeling of the what they're parroting in like woman in the window oh yeah because yes. she like has blackouts so you're kind of like she's like i might have murdered someone yeah we don't know i guess we'll find out even sometimes um, you're just so unsure if you murdered somebody. I will say though, I'm here for the serial killer stuff, and then yeah. season three they were doing like organized crime, and I was mm. like, uh, okay. <laughs> I mean, I get that. Yeah, it's not as interesting. I get you gotta go somewhere else with it, so she's yeah. undercover in a crime boss family. But I'm like, I just. Just watch The Sopranos at that point. I'm just like, what's the motivation there? It's money. I'm like, okay. Yeah, not as much fun. No. It's like a... a no crimes of passion. The video game L.A. Noir, which was groundbreaking for like what it did. You play a detective in 1940s Los Angeles. Mm -hmm. But like, then you have to like interrogate people. And it was groundbreaking for like what their facial expressions could do. And you would be like, I think you're lying because of their facial expressions. But, like, at the beginning, you're doing, like, robbery, and you, like, very quickly get into solving murders. And I'm like, yes, yes, murders, Black Dahlia, let's go. <laughs> and then I don't remember what happens in the plot, but they're like, all right, you're moving to Vice. And it's like, now you're you're solving, like, drug smuggling. And I'm like, can I go back to murder? Back to the murder. I want though. the whole game to just be solving murders. I don't give a shit about, you know, okay, you're dead on heroin. Oh, boo-hoo. Let's come back. <laughs> the only thing I find interesting about drugs is how they smuggle drugs and what they will hide things in. Yeah. That is, yeah. yeah. That's the only thing. I, oh, I'm like stuffed animals. Oh, like, I was thinking booties. Mm, well, that's the like go-to. They know to look there now. They know. That's true. Yeah. I like Getting uh, creative is the more interesting thing. Uh, Pablo Escobar used pregnant women because they wouldn't get searched. Mmm. That's interesting. Yeah. 
and very unsettling to think about. Um, oh yeah, because what if the bag of cocaine that you've swallowed with a little string attached to it explodes, and then you've got all this cocaine in your system, and you're pregnant? Oh, maybe Pablo Escobar wasn't a good person. Oh. Was he a bad person? <laughs> I don't know. Fun. Some people would call him a job creator. <laughs> <laughs> Stimulating the economy. He you is. can do no wrong. Carlin, I actually have a request. Yes. Um, you mentioned the Glee project. I would be very open to discussing Glee as it is somewhat of a hot topic nowadays. Yeah. And we've never touched on Glee on this show. Really? We haven't, have we? I don't think so, because I, yeah, I would, no, I don't think we've touched it. So when you mentioned it, I was like, oh, we've never done it. Uh, but you said the Glee Project specifically. What is that? Oh, why? Go ahead. I, think... I know what that is. But tell Dagny. Go ahead. So after several seasons of Glee, Oxygen decided we are going to have a reality competition show where the winner gets a seven episode arc on Glee. Oh, I think I remember this. And this is kind of when they were like running out of ideas in Glee. So season so two. So season, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so they were like, okay, we got to find some other people to put on here. Okay. So if you were ever watching Glee and they, there was suddenly like an Irish man on there and you're like, why is this happening? It's because they won the Glee project <laughs> and were contractually obligated to get seven episodes in the show. Oh boy. Okay. Um, but I watched every episode. Me and my friends mm -hmm. would come over each week, watch it together, and it was just Ryan Murphy um traumatizing uh young people. Good for uh, him. Desperately trying to get into Hollywood. That's uh, how he keeps his skin so smooth. Yeah. Yeah. So tight. He just sucks the souls of young people. Yeah. Um, much like Hocus Pocus. Um interesting okay and so did you guys like enjoy it or was it more like it was fun because you did it as a group and well we uh liked glee <clears throat> well i think it helped like we were in high school when glee came out so like yeah it was my senior year when it was their senior year like the timing really followed when the 30 year olds were graduating high school yep <laughs> and and you know you're just looking at them in high school and you're like why don't i look like that did you hear that I think Lee and Michelle's scratching at your window. Oh. Trying to get us to talk about. No yeah, no, no, no. We can't talk about her. I'm just kidding. We can. Her and her only friend, Jonathan Groff. Um, that's, <laughs> <laughs> that's honestly what I've gathered from the internet is that Lee and Michelle has one friend and it's Jonathan Groff because he feels bad and just was like, she has nobody else. I could be wrong, but that's just like what I've I've gathered. It's just like she's a terrible person on the show and no one likes her and everyone's like, why does no one like her in real life? <laughs> It just, just tracks. Yeah. Well, I did watch Glee, the actual show, for two, probably three seasons. I fell off. I we So I was a freshman in college when it started, and we had like a weekly watch party. And then when season two started. Season one was so good. <laughs> almost. Um, and then season two started, and we're like, we're back. And then somewhere around like episode six, we just like stopped meeting. Like we just stopped mm. watching it, and then I never went back. No, Glee suffers from the best episode of glee is the, the pilot the pilot yeah <laughs> the pilot is exceptional yeah and the problem with glee is in episode two they remove all the stakes 
that made the pilot interesting, mm -hmm. and it becomes a parody of itself, which was maybe the point, but then that's not sustainable for seven seasons. Yeah. No. Was it, it really seven seasons? At, it was, I don't know. At least. Is oh a lot. Here's the thing. I'll maybe six, usually but... hang on pretty long, <laughs> too far. Same. For things. And it was kind of fun because it was like good. And then it got really, really, really bad. And then it kind of just, then it just was then making fun of itself mm, okay. for like three episodes. Those were great. Yeah. And then it just kind of just wandered away again. Yeah. Mm. Well, it's because at the end of the pilot, you've got Mr. Schuster, clearly the main character, which Trigger he stopped warning. being. Trigger Sorry, everyone, warning. Mr. Schuster. But he's like clearly the main character, and he's never the main character again. But in the pilot, he is the main character. Yeah. And his wife is pregnant, but mm -hmm. they were about to get a divorce because they're not happy, and now they have this Band-Aid child. Yeah. And she's basically like, you have to choose me or choose the Glee kids. Yeah. And he chooses the Glee kids because he realizes he's unhappy in his marriage and it's not going to work anyway and they'll just have to figure it out. And you're like, oh my God, these these stakes are so high and it's so realistic and so like horrible. And mm -hmm. is he actually a good person because he wants to help these teenagers have a good high school, you know, instead of his wife that he hates because it's just going to be horrible anyway. And then episode two, it's like, well, she's faking the pregnancy because she's a crazy person. <laughs> and then you're like, well, then there's no stakes. Like, he's correct to leave her. Yeah. It's, there's no conflict if he's like, maybe I should stay. Maybe I should like, you know. No, he should leave her. She's an asshole. I like, forgot no about stakes. that. No stakes. Gone in episode two. Completely gone. Well, like, the question was like, will he find out she's not really pregnant? And it's like, yes! <laughs> <laughs> yes! <laughs> No matter, there is an end, there's an end date to all of this. Yeah. And unless it's like true stories where she goes out and kidnaps a pregnant woman. I was going to say, full circle. Full circle. She either kidnaps, <laughs> she kills a woman and kidnaps a baby, or mm -hmm. she just kills Mr. Schuster, dismembers him, That's hides him in the forest. American Horror Stories next season. Yeah. Ryan Murphy, I'm texting you. Honestly, <laughs> if Ryan Murphy <laughs> made American Horror Story Glee, I would praise that man for him being self-aware enough need, to do it. It's called Scream Queens and it only went for three seasons. But also let me say real quick, Scream Queens season one is maybe one of the best things Ryan Murphy's ever done. It's so good. It's so good. That and Feud might be my favorite things that Ryan Murphy has ever done. And Ryan Murphy, if you're listening, make Feud available. For some reason, it's the only one that you cannot find anywhere to watch. Is it because so many people sued? For feud for yeah. Betty Davis and Joan Crawford. Uh, uh, I don't know if their estates were unhappy. Well, so if you remember, what's her name from Chicago? Who's not Renee? Catherine Zeta Jones. Yeah. Uh, shows up in feud playing Olivia De Havilland, mm -hmm. and she's great. And Olivia De Havilland was still alive and oh. was pissed and tried to sue the shit out of Ryan Murphy. So oh. maybe. Maybe that's why, because Olivia De Havilland well, was like, "I can't be in this show, not as this." Slutty Welsh woman? I don't know. <laughs> Sorry, Catherine Zeta-Jones. I love you. She's great. I'm like, you get sued too. Yeah, feud. Uh, I guess that might be why. It's just, oh man, was that so good. Yeah, I loved it. I did love feud. It was great. Um, But yeah, Glee. Wow, can you imagine if he did American Horror Story and it was Glee with all like the same cast? Yeah, like maybe, <laughs> maybe like. Well, we couldn't because. Maybe like one of the cast members would like go to prison for being a pedophile and then commit suicide in prison. And maybe another oh, would have like an accidental what? drug overdose. Let and maybe me... another would like uh, go out on a boat with her son and then, and then never come back. And maybe, oh wow, maybe the show is cursed, Dadme. It is cursed. <laughs> so it, uh, I guess real life American Horror Story, it's already Is what has happened time. to the cast of Glee post Glee. 
That's, it's horrible. That's fair. I don't know why I didn't think about Three that. Three of them are dead, Dagmin. I know, I know. Isn't we, that crazy? It's very crazy oh. and very upsetting. Oh, it's three of them now. Yeah. Yeah. It's three um, of the original cast. I just zoned out for a second. I was just, you know, imagining. Well, you remember American Horror Story Hotel when they had all the serial yep. killers. I was just imagining so them ensemble <laughs> singing, I'll be watching you. That would be good. It's fucked up. Oh boy. Oh man. I loved American Horror Story Hotel. Side note, that was the first season of American Horror Story I ever watched. Yeah, the first season I watched was season one because I'm a proper American. All right. I watched, I started with Coven, but I did have my friend describe to me the entire (laughs) season. The first season. <laughs> and it's really fun when someone just describes to you American Horror Story. Because you have no idea it's what that is. And then there's these why. two dead gays. One of them is Zachary Quinto. And he's walking around in a gimp suit the whole time. But also he's a ghost. And you're like, this is not a real show. And you're like, wait, what? Oh, man. Okay, do we have other things that we should discuss? We're coming up probably on almost time, but there's so many things written down. I want to I mean, there's only a couple more. Well, I feel like I was cheating because I brought in, um, it's a place, but it's my favorite place in the world. Um, it's called Wizard Quest (laughs) and it's in Wisconsin Dells and it's a fantasy, uh, experiential, interactive, um, adventure and it's, I pulled this from the website, uh, created for adults with children in mind. <laughs> so what you do Interesting. is you go inside and you have to solve riddles to free four wizards. But like, it's like a two scale, like playground where you can like oh, find cool. hidden rooms and go down slides. But, but it's it, like for adults. It's for adults. With but also children in mind. With children so in mind. just gotta be thinking about babies to go in? <laughs> Sounds like Dagny. No! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's like not like a children's museum where you can only go in with a child or you'll oh, look weird. Got it's it. It's like you can go just as an adult. Okay. But if you have a child, they won't card the child and mm. kick them out. Got it. But also, I felt like that was cheating because that's not a movie. <laughs> it doesn't have to be. It can be anything. And I wait. I do want to hear more about Wizard Quest. Is it always different riddles every time you go? Or well, there are it... several different quests. Okay. And some you just find the wizards, and some is like harder than others. Okay. And you just need to solve a certain amount, but there's a ton more. That you can do, but they just completely remodeled in a new location. Oh. So I just really want to go. So that's all I've been thinking about. <laughs> Is this still in Michigan? Wisconsin. It's in Wisconsin. Sorry, Wisconsin. Wow. It's in the Disneyland of the Midwest. Wisconsin, the Wisconsin Dells. Dells. Hell yeah. <laughs> oh, lovely. I Billy, did we ever go to the Wisconsin Dells? I have been for one of the fiance sister's weddings, but you, oh, you probably just I, I don't know if we ever stopped there. Mm. It sounds like a magical place filled with beer and dinosaurs. Okay, sounds fun. <laughs> I think there is a dinosaur in the Wisconsin Dells. Hold on, a me. real life dinosaur. Like yes. Jurassic Park is yes, in the Wisconsin Dells. Of course, that's what I mean. How dare also you. my favorite theme park, Mount Olympus. Oh, Greek gods and goddesses themed. I like that roller coasters. 
That's fun. Yeah, here's the Sinclair dinosaur in Wisconsin Dells. He's oh, in a hotel. Oh, he's cute. He's very cute. And very big and he's green. He's huge. Yeah, that's nuts. Um, um, I'm like, anything else you want to talk about, Carlin? We kind of just, you know, chatted about all sorts of things. Um, it's been my personal mission to tell everyone about, uh, Willy's Wonderland. We watched this together, didn't we? We watched, I know, I was oh. like, I had, I watched it, and then I watched it with you. It's great. And then I watched it with my brother, and then I watched it with my friend when I was home. And I feel like I am just... A multi-level marketing scheme of one, just trying to get everyone to watch. And this is Willy's the Nicolas Wonderland. Cage Five Nights at Freddy's esque. Yes, it Chuck was Chuck E. Cheese Murder Dome. Revolutionary. He yeah. has no lines. Nope. He He's just drinks a bunch star. of that. What is that? Like energy juice? Energy drink. Or yeah, energy drink. He drinks like I don't know how many of those. And so fights many. children's animatronic. Yeah. The songs alone worth the watch. They, oh man, what? Uh, I can't remember the, how that song went. Now I think I sang it when I briefly talked about this after we had watched it because I think I mentioned it on the podcast. We didn't get into it, but man, the song—or maybe I played it for him—the Happy Birthday song. I think. Yeah. It's <clears throat> your birthday. <laughs> we want you to have fun. Oh man, it's great. Um. Yes, I had a but, solo yeah. in the High School Musical. Hell yeah. Um, um, Willie's Wonderland, honestly, uh, yeah, it's wild that he either maybe says, he says a few things, but pretty much doesn't talk. Okay. And just drinks energy drinks. And murders and, Chuck E. Cheese-esque animatronics. Yeah, and there's like teenagers around, but only one of them makes <clears throat> it out. Spoiler. <gasps> also, it's just really satisfying to watch because it's very dirty and then he cleans it. Yeah, that's the other thing. He's like, He's there just to clean, but the whole thing is, isn't it the, the owner keeps hiring these guys to clean, but they keep getting murdered and he's having to keep the animatronics happy. They're human sacrifices. Yeah. I love this. Um, but he's cleaning while he's also murdering these. It's just, it's a little devastating because <clears throat> he finished cleaning the whole bathroom. Mm -hmm. It looked beautiful. And then the animatronic gorilla attacked <laughs> And then he got yeah. oil everywhere, and he had just finished cleaning. That sucks. Really but it's but that also had my favorite line of the movie, which is "Gorilla greetings." Hits <laughs> the store, the stall open. Not every good line needs to have a plot point. No, that's great. No. Gorilla greetings. Oh, that so, movie was great. Before we get to the end of the show, before we play what a pitch. I would like to talk about something completely unrelated. Oh, okay. Because I have had a pop culture thing I should have talked about for the past three episodes and I keep forgetting. So pretend this is the beginning of the show. Oh my God. Do, I, should I stand completely still? Yeah, stop speaking. No, <laughs> Do you know about Windy City Heat? No. So I saw this movie thanks to Julian Michael, who's been on the show. Hi, Julian. Blah, blah, blah. We watch bad movies at his apartment on occasion. And this is not a bad movie. But I was thinking about it because I don't know why it sounds like Willy's Wonderland. I was like, oh my God, I haven't seen it. So Windy City Heat is a 2001 Comedy Central made-for-TV movie where these two comedians who, one of them I've met at the comedy store, they have this friend who wants to be a comedian, but he's an asshole and a little bit of an idiot. But he is fully an asshole. Like, and this is important. He is a <laughs> bad person. And so what they did is they convince this other guy. God, what's his fucking name? I don't remember it. They convince the other guy that he has been cast in the lead of a film noir movie. And they then prank him by following him around with cameras, multiple cameras, as he's on set, 
filming a fake movie that he thinks is real. He thinks he's like, this is his big break. Um, his name is Perry Caravello. Fuck him. And it is, when I tell you, it is one of the funniest movies I've ever seen in my entire <laughs> life. I was crying. I was laughing so hard through like the last 75% of this movie. And they do horrible things to him. Like, they clearly don't film enough footage for like a real movie. But he doesn't know that because he's an idiot and an asshole. And when they're going to the red carpet, the other two guys keep stopping. Like, they're in the limo to go to the red carpet. And they're like, all right, we can only show this movie one time for the premiere. <laughs> because he believes that for whatever reason. <laughs> and they're like, we have to be there for 7.15. And at like 7.10, they're like, oh, hey, can we stop at that store? And they like make the limo driver pull over. The limo driver's in on it. Literally every single person on camera who isn't Perry is in on the joke. Every single person. Oh my god. And I mean, like, he's in front of a green screen, like, recording the opening dialogue. Um, he, they do a whole costume fitting. He's uh, horribly homophobic, and they know this about him, so they send, like, an, <laughs> an over-the-top gay costume designer to get him fit for a costume. Mm. But then they act like he's the costume designer from a different movie, and they flopped it up, so he pulls out, like, assless chaps, and he's like, yeah, this is for the scene! He's like, don't you touch me! And, but he, like, puts the whole costume on because he thinks it's his big break. It's a work of art. Just, I just If you haven't seen Windy City Heat, everyone watch it. I'm going to show it to everyone every time I see it from now on. Sidebar. I don't know why I went on that rant. I just... I'm, You've been... You have told me about it multiple times, and you have kept forgetting to talk about it. And I'm it. mad. I'm mad that it hasn't been on Poptimist, and now I've rectified it. But you can watch it for free on YouTube. Get a friend. Watch Windy City Heat. Just pull it up. It is exceptional. The horrible things they do to this man. That's funny. And I'm anxious just thinking well, about it. <laughs> and that's why it works so well, because every time you start to feel bad for him, you're like, you're like, oh, you're like, guys, this is kind of mean. Like, this is his dream and you're faking it. He'll then, like, say something racist. And, and you're, you're like, like All right, okay, okay, you're terrible. You know? And then he, like, I mean, at one point he says on camera, I am homophobic. I don't like being around gay people. And then you find out that he, and that he like, <laughs> in his mind, uh, let a producer suck him off for a role, but that's not gay. That's just Hollywood. And you're like, you're just a piece of shit. Oh, boy. It's insane. It is insane. It's so good. It sounds nuts. Um, but Windy City Heat, wow. Okay. All right, pretend I was at the beginning of the episode and pretend everything's fine. Okay. That's fine. You ready to play a game? I'm ready to play a game. I think I go first on this game. You but do? would you like to explain it first for our guest? Yeah. The Roxanne. Get down. Dagny's roommate's dog is begging for food. Okay, give us like 10 more minutes. It we'll is, wrap up the episode. It is dinner time, dinner. but she can uh, she can wait. She can wait. Go ahead. So uh, what a pitch is where we have our guest pitch us. Sorry. Give us a prompt for anything. Anything in pop culture. It could be a movie, a TV show, a video game. And then Dagny and I will have 30 seconds to pitch our guest that project. And then she'll pick a winner. Um, I'm going to step out of the room because Dagny goes first this week. Uh, are you good, Carlin? Let's do it. Hell yeah, I'm leaving. Bye. Toodaloo. You want to go out? All right, Wes, get out. He's just talking to all the animals. Carlin, do you have a pitch? Or not a pitch. My God, I did the same thing he did. A, a prompt for do me. Do I just go right now? Yeah, go for it. Um, uh, I would like you to just pitch me a detective drama or crime procedural or the FBI can be involved either in space or deep underwater. Okay, I think I would prefer the underwater because that's not explored as much as maybe space. Um, I thought you were going to go uh, a detective procedural mixed with Glee and I was like, <laughs> musical. So that's what my brain did first. But that, let me recalibrate. 
Um, so detectives underwater. Can there be a civilization underwater? I'm. This is my pitch. I'm gonna just say there's life. Un, like a, a civilization has been built in the the bottom of the ocean. People have have been uh, environment and economy. It's a functioning ecosystem. Let's say something breaks. They live in a glass dome, and some sort of sea creature breaks it, or you believe it's a, a sea creature, um, and it kills like a few people and they're investigating. They think like, it's just the sea creature. And then it turns out that there's a serial killer on the loose. And so the whole season is just one crime and they're trying to figure out who this guy is that framed a sea creature for murdering, or maybe it's multiple sea creatures that he's trying to frame like a shark or an octopus or a stingray. Um, and so all of his murders are very like intricate and cool, uh, <laughs> cool anyway. Um, but they catch him at the end. That's the procedural. It's not my best work, but you know, it is what it is. Uh, Billy, yeah. come back. <laughs> Who, little old me? Did you hear? Watch out. Don't break. There you go. What? That's fine. I thought Wes was coming back in. Now he can get the... Fuck out. The no, whole audience like knows who Wes is now. He's me out on the show enough. All right, so what do we got? Um, pitch me a detective drama that takes place either in space or deep underwater. Okay, as much as I would love to go full C-Lab murder mystery, I would, and honestly, someone make it. I'll watch it. I want more crime in space okay i want honestly in the first season of the expanse i brought it back dagny you're mm -hmm. welcome we follow a private detective looking for a missing woman on a space station but what if instead he was just trying to solve a zero gravity murder the blood splatter doesn't make sense because it went everywhere you know gravity doesn't matter god could you imagine like studying blood splatter and zero gravity that'd be a fun job i'll take it dexter 2028 2028 <laughs> is not that far in the future dexter 2128 pretend i said that okay so basically, yeah, it's on a space station, um, a huge space station, population 500,000 people live on this giant space station, and there's a serial killer on the loose, because you have to have a serial killer, otherwise it doesn't work as well, as we learned, even though Broadchurch season three is exceptional, but there's not a murder. Um, <laughs> so yeah, basically it's just full Luther level stakes, except instead of having the streets of London, he's got the streets <laughs> of... Phantom Max Station, you know, mm -hmm. uh, and that's it. That's, I just hope that's enough. Oh, but you know what? You know what? Here's my thing. The killer has a signature. He likes to shoot people out the airlock still alive, but he makes sure their bodies are harnessed to the space station in some way. So you just wake up one morning and you open your little space station window and there's just a frozen corpse outside with a little rope around their ankle tied to the space station. Like, I'm dead now. Solve it. Wow, and he starts taunting the, the detective by putting the bodies outside his window. Oh, I want to watch this already. Billy, this was two minutes long. Dagny, you don't get to say shit to me ever. I know, I do go <laughs> over the time limit quite often. But um, that was good. That was a good one. Good Thank job. You. Thank you. Uh, Carlin, you do have to pick a winner. And I went with Deep Sea and Billy went with Space. Which I did. I like nice. that you picked nice. differently. That's cool. Um. All right. I, I'm going to pick Dagny oh! just because I like that you think it's, it's, you think it's the ocean creatures because we all think, you know, ocean is scary, but it's yeah. really 
a person. Yes. So I feel like there's oh, also okay. an environmental message there yeah. about conserving our ocean's creatures. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, I said it's a serial killer, um, but he's framing sea creatures. Brilliant. Yeah. So basically, it's a serial killer, but he's framing aliens. Can I win now? <laughs> I already told you I don't like space. <laughs> I did. I should have listened. Oh, no. Now, here's the thing. It's not about which one was better. It's about which one was tailored to me. <laughs> and I win. Wow, I'm honored. Thank you, Carly. Congratulations. I love to win. It feels so good. Truly, as soon as Dagny picked the ocean, we had a winner. I'm sorry. <laughs> Fair I'm sorry, I love aquariums. She does. Aquariums. Oh man, I want to go. Can we go? Didn't you go to Seattle to? No, not Seattle. Didn't you yeah, try? I did. You did just to go to the aquarium. Yes, I went to the aquarium and the museum of pop culture. You guys, I've been to that one. It's yeah. very cool. Well, I want to go. If you go again, I'll go with you. Um, Carlin, is there anything you'd like to promote or tell the people? Um. Uh. I mean. If you want, you can follow me on Instagram. I'm Carl. Very low investment. I maybe post four times a year. But she has a Christmas card every year, and they're always very good and funny. Um, If you've got a lot of extra money, uh, if you want to donate to the Innocence Project. Oh, hell um, yeah. uh, It's a cause I really stand behind. You know, as someone who watches a lot of true crime, a lot of people are wrongfully convicted mm-hmm. and the justice system is really messed up yeah. and the Innocence Project tries to correct those mistakes. So if you got some money, check it out. Look it, look it up. Nice. Uh, donate to that. That's nice. I love a charity. I mean, not just a charity, an activism project. An activism, and, yeah. I am love I just the Innocence Project. Yeah. Better than all of your other guests? I guess. Just like a better person? Yeah. Probably, honestly. Um, I promoting so. not just yourself, but, you know, well, a good I, cause. I am promoting myself, you know. That, I mean, our look guest, how good I am. Our guest last week was Bear Lyle, and he's so gross, he bought a Pamela Anderson VHS porno back in the <laughs> 90s. No, he's in Pam and Tommy. That's, that's the joke. Um, which I will talk about next week. Ooh, um, jamming homie. Um, sure. Yeah, but uh, really, I just do this for compliments. So as soon as we finish, Yay. I just want three compliments. So. so if you listen to this episode, make sure you follow Carlin. Send her a DM and say, you are so funny and lovely and your accent isn't as strong as you think it is. Um, please use code POTATO so I know you're not a scam or a stalker mm. online. Because <laughs> yes, yes. she will not respond. Um, or, or leave it in the comments. That's the other thing that would get us more listeners. If you, uh, leave a comment or rate or subscribe. Um, did you like this transition that I did? Yeah, you're crushing it. Um, so, and if you like this episode, check out some of our other episodes. They're all a roaring good time. Um, if you, what did I say last week? I have no clue. Oh, if you have your own, what a pitch, uh, and you want to give your own answer or, Give us a prompt just for funsies. You can put that in the comments. Um, We love extra players in our game. (laughs) And if you want to be a guest or if you have any thoughts, feelings, concerns, email us at posthumouspod at gmail.com. And follow us on Instagram for updates on new episodes every Wednesday. Wednesday. Harmonize. That was cute. Um, okay, well, that's been the episode for today. Happy February. It's almost Valentine's Day. That'll be cute. Yeah. 
celebrate someone you love. Or Valentine's Day, the gals in your life. Anyway. That seems homophobic. Um, you could, I mean, we pulled it from Parks and Rec, so it wasn't my idea. Parks and Rec is homophobic. Okay. <laughs> Maybe uh, a Palentine's Day. Palentine's. Oh. For your pals. I don't need them. All your them. best pals. <laughs> okay. Well, this has been Posthumous. Everybody sure say goodbye. Goodbye. Oh, goodbye. Good goodbye. Bye-bye.